it's the funniest thing. Like, it's it's like a big kick jacket. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, I'm I was good, like, I was like, how you doing? Like, you know, like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. That's how gonna get you famous or get you arrested. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You listen to hip hop, and now you're grateful yeah. for the people who invented headphones. Oh, and I'm sure that the kids are good drawers. They just yeah. made their parents look ugly. Heart was in the right place. Yeah, the heart was in the right place. Yeah. 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 Yo, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this is Harrison. Um, I'm so glad that you've joined us here for our first episode. I really am. It's it's such an honor to have everyone who's listening today. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to just come and come and hear what we have to say about this stuff. You know, uh, hip hip hop's crazy. Hip hop is the most listened to form of music in the entire world. It's such an expression of of um of love and sadness and pain and triumph, and it's such a way to tell a story and and um and just share our culture. Um, and I love that. I love that we can use it for such expressional purposes. And so um, I'm really glad to have you guys join me here for this podcast. Um, if, if, you're, if, if you're at home, sit down, grab, grab a drink, grab something to eat. Uh, if you're driving or if you're at the gym, just keep doing you. Keep smashing that. Um, but let's, let's jump right into this. Uh, I'm joined by my friends, Jesse Schultz. Uh, how you doing, man? Hey, dude, what's up? Oh, uh, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Thanks for coming down here. No, nah, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, man, do you remember how we met? Like, I remember we met at church. Yeah. And um, you were, I think you were in the back. You were in the we were in the back section. It was lights off and everything, and you just had like this biggest personality. I think you came up to me actually, <laughs> and you're like, "Hey, bro, what's up, man? How you doing?" I was like, "Hey, bro, I already met you before." Oh, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember. Um, just like this loud personality, like this big like personality though, but in a in a way that like really you know draws people in and everything. Yeah, so, is that how you remember it too? Yeah, like that man. I remember. Yeah. Um, actually, I remember we used to get rides from someone, like oh, from the who? same person, Michael. Kalinowski? To church? Nah, nah, nah. Um, Bolesky. Oh, the ski. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We used to, we used to like, yeah. we used to yeah, um, when we both wanted to be like youth or something, you know. Yeah. We both happened to hit him up. He'd come pick me up. He'd pick you up. I remember. And we'd roll together Jesus. in his uh, in his Honda um, Vitara or Honda, Civic or Honda something. Crap. Yeah. All I know is that like that thing was redlining. Like, it was bad. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't know how to change gears. Yeah. <laughs> but do any Honda owners know how to change gears? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost a bunch of listeners <laughs> it's all good we don't um, want them anyway that's funny <laughs> but um <laughs> I own a Honda <laughs> that's why I'm laughing I own a Honda uh, yeah no that was like five years ago though. that was it? yeah that was ages ago 2014 2013 yeah. even we were like teenagers then mm, I mean, I'm yeah. still teenagers so. yeah yeah technically me too I mean yeah. 20 this year yeah boy yeah getting old I'm getting old I'm gonna have to go Going to retirement. What about you? It feels weird. I mean, I hope I don't go into retirement this early. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying. Not to, I'm trying to start a career before I before I think about ending. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, I think it's crazy because I've I've always I've always thought, you know, I think I still feel like a 17 year old sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know what you Even mean. though I'm 19, nearly 20, I still kind of see myself as a 17 year old. Yeah. I think that's such a good age. Mm. It's such a good age being 17. You, you have like these expectations. Yeah. And you've got um, you like you're young and people expect a lot of you. And you feel like you can do almost anything with that. Yeah. Definitely. And then you hit twenty, <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh damn. <laughs> yeah. Where, where did three years just go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three years flies. I think. And I, when I'm 
when I'm 20, I know, not in like a form of regret, but I think I'll be looking back thinking, if I, like now even, I think, man, if I was 16 and I just worked on one thing, yeah, right now, I'd be Imagine really right at be. that. Yeah. So, um, but in a way, that's just motivating because it's like, when I'm 22, I could either look back and think, okay, what could I have done with my three years? Or I'm so glad I invested three years. Yeah. Either way. So it's, it's actually motivating in a way to be, all right, the next three years, what are you going to do about them? Mm. So I think that's, um, and you know, we've both done stuff like since we, since, um, we were close and then, you know, we kind of went our own different ways. Yeah. We've both done stuff and, uh, and grown and how it comes back together. I think it's all just part of, um, it's crazy, man. It's yeah. So cool. It's just crazy how creativity brings people back together. Oh man. Well, I, I love, love that. that. Like, I think, and even that, like, we're going to talk about that today. We're talking about, like, not just creativity, but also hip-hop and pop culture brings people together. It's, mm. this, it's this crazy bond that, uh, that um, it, it just blows me away how yeah. it affects people. Yeah. Sure, it's, it's just, it, it's got its roots in everything now as well. Yeah. In fashion and, you know, the way people act and attitude and everything. And um, It's insane. Yeah, the yeah. culture's crazy. Yeah. Well, wh- why did you start rapping, man? Like, what sort of... Man. But I st- so I started rapping when I was 14 mm. um, and I I used to love poetry, right? I yeah. used to love writing, you know, in English class and everything like that. I'd always be writing and love writing stories and everything yeah. like that. And um, and then I actually grew to grew to love music as well and performance. I saw, I remember I was like, flashback a bit more, um, I was nine and I'd watch Michael Jackson videos at home after yeah. school and I'd be up to like midnight dance and everything. And I just loved performance and I loved music, but also I loved poetry as well. And um, I always thought of rap as an acronym, so rhythm and poetry. Yeah. And so I was like, what's a way where I can get into this? And uh, music was just a perfect outlet for expression because I had a lot of ideas and everything like that. And I wasn't too comfortable just speaking to people. Yeah. You know, like with an audience, like most yeah. people. So I was like, if I'm behind a microphone in my room with a beat, I feel more comfortable and I can make it catchy, I can make it fun. It doesn't yeah. have to be so formal, you know? And so, but I, I started making music, I think originally for me, um, you know, to have an outlet and everything. But then I realized... What if I was someone who didn't just do it for me, who did it for other people? Yeah. And wow. um, could talk about relating my issues with other people. Yeah. And, um, and just being an ear for so many people. Because I think a lot of the time we have this idea that, you know, we'll get big and we'll get famous and then we can help people out. Yeah. But we have everything right now. You know, you don't need to be a millionaire with a nice house and foundations and funds. Like, that's great. If you can start up a fund, you know, foundations and all that sort of stuff, that's awesome. But if you can right now just use the, you know, the wisdom and the knowledge that you have to help people, then I think that's just as important, you know, planting those seeds. It doesn't have to be giving someone, you know, a new car or yeah. all that sort of inviting them to your new house. It doesn't, you can just be telling them, you know, like, um, you know, how much they're worth and um, their importance, or, you know, not even giving advice, just being yeah. there with them. And so sometimes, you know, I've lost friend and friends and gained friends over the years and I can't always be with them, but everyone's got speakers you know what I mean so I can yeah. always be with them through the speaker yeah and so that's kind of why I did it it's not kind of it's definitely that's why I did it so I could um talk to people who weren't always going to be with me because I'm not going to be around people all the time yeah but, man you know music will be so right, yeah. that's awesome well, I love that that's such a that's such a good way to just get into something you know mm. like expression once again like that's something we're going to talk about today even is just why rap is such a great expression yeah of um of how we feel and how it's such a such a useful thing for social change mm. and even like even for healing people you know yeah, yeah. but what sort of stuff do you rap about the the kind of stuff i talk about yeah i talk about um my situation so yeah. what i'm in right now i never want to be the guy who's talking about things that he doesn't have yeah um 
I've yeah, I've always really tried to be the guy who talks about my situations and the way I want to come across is, is a young kid who who knows his stuff and yeah. but at the end of the day he's still learning. Yeah. You know, just like everyone else. Um just because I do music and put words together doesn't mean I'm smarter than anyone else. Yeah, right. You know what yeah. I mean? Um and so yeah. I forgot the question. <laughs> oh just what you rap about, like yeah. <laughs> I tell you what I'm saying. Uh yeah. No, I, I I rap about just having fun. Yeah. To be honest, just having fun as a, as a young kid, but with a, a vision and a plan. Hey, that's um, good, man. So I talk about, uh, in one of my songs, uh, Black Prince, um, I talk about how I feel like I'm chosen. Yeah. But it's one thing to feel like something, but then it's another thing to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, when that song came out, when Black Prince came out. Yeah. Uh, last year, when my Spotify like of the year thing came out, mm. right? That song was actually in my most listened songs really? because the night that it came out, I put it on shuffle and I played it like legit for just twenty four hours straight. And it wasn't I, I would like I listened to it, yeah. But then I was like, yeah, let's give the boy some views. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then yeah, the end yeah. of the year, it was the most played song of the year, and I was like, that's crazy. That's well, I mean, I only really listened to it a couple times. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's crazy. No, I'm just glad that I think it's crazy that people just listen to it. Yeah, you know, because at first, it's like. You know, you're putting music out and obviously you want people to listen to it. And then yeah. when they actually do and they tell you that you, they've listened to it, it's like, oh, wow, this person actually, like, took some time out of their day to listen yeah. to something that I had to say. And so, yeah, like, you know, in Black Prince, for example, I talk about, yeah, I feel like I'm chosen. How my friend, I remember I was at training one day. I try to base my, my songs off real life situations. Yeah. You know, I was at training one day and he looks at me and he's like, man, I like, I really see greatness. Like when I look at you, you mm-hmm. know, and like what you could be. Yeah. You know, he said, don't get a big head about that, but I'm just trying to like inspire you. Yeah. And so the first line in that Black Prince song is, you know, the other day my friend looked at me and said he saw greatness. I'm trying to do the Lord's work, I'm asking for his patience. Yeah, well. You know, so it's all about knowing, knowing something, that knowing that I'm chosen, but how yeah. can I like actually turn knowledge into wisdom and by applying that? Yeah, wow. And so I'd really just try to relate it to my real life situations because, you know, most of my friends, they're not out here, you know, flexing new cars and, yeah. you know, living it up. They're in the suburbs, going to yeah. work, going to school, going to training, practice, mm. whatever, you know what I mean? And so if well, I can... Well, rap about Lamborghinis about if you're driving your Honda. Exactly. I'm, dri- <laughs> I'm driving a yellow Honda, like 2006. <laughs> Is it a Civic? Yeah, um, no, nah, it's a Jazz. A <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So it's... I'm definitely not living it up. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's, that's good, though. I like that. Because yeah. one day when I... Um, I'm able to talk to someone and I'm not in the position I'm in anymore. Yeah. And someone else is. Yeah. But hey, it's not that bad in there. Like I was in that position. Like I had that yellow on the ticket that was, you know, stolen at the lights every, you know, second <laughs> second set. So yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about it at all. Because at the end of the day, what gets me what, what's gonna get me successful is my heart and my passion and my drive for it. And so if I can put that into my music and so if other people can yeah. feel that on the other end of the speaker, then it's you know, mission accomplished. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's I love what that. I talk about. And um and we're actually gonna we're actually gonna play some of um some of Jesse's music cool. uh later on. You're gonna hear some sort of towards the end of this episode. Um so just just stay tuned for that, keep an ear out for that, it's gonna be great. Um <clears throat> Man, I love that. I love that you just have that I really think that there's there's not a lot of getting lucky, mm. like, in this sort of stuff. Definitely. I think I think like we're like we're blessed by God for sure. Like God can bless us, he can um he can assist us, like aid us in all range of things that we're going through in life. But I also think that like God has given us passion. Mm. He's given us intelligence. He's given us ability. And, um, and he wants us to use that. It's too many people, they spend all their days praying saying like, God, when are you going to send me that, that shiny new car and that shiny new wife and that shiny new PlayStation and that shiny new TV and that shiny new house? 
you know, like, oh, when are you going to improve my career? Lord, I'm like, I'm making, I'm making worship music for you. Come on, man. I want to make worship music for Bethel and make all that money, you know? I'm not saying that Bethel makes a bunch of money, but they that's do. just my example. They do. Um, <laughs> they do. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, like, some people spend so long just... Just with their head, their head so far in the clouds that they're mm. like, oh, like God's gonna bless me. I'm gonna make a song. God's gonna make you famous. Mm. Um, and and God's here, like, um, God's here, like. Well, actually, like I I gave you I gave you the drive. I gave you the passion. I gave you the intelligence to make that music mm. and to do something with it and to do something with what you're passionate about. You know, like isn't isn't that enough blessing? Yeah. Yeah. No, I. It's all. It's a heart position. Oh, yeah. You know, like, why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you rap, or yeah, you sing, but why? What's your heart position behind? And at the end of the day, you know, God knows what the heart position is. Yeah. So there's no point trying to fake it or get around it, you know? Like, if a kid breaks something and the dad's watching you. Yeah. The dad goes, oh, what happened over there? Because he just wants to know that you you can be honest with him. Yeah, that's right. You know, that your heart can be in the right place. So if you're going, oh, no, I didn't break that. He's like... I saw you. I was, I'm right here the whole time. And so I think if you can have just that honesty in music yeah. or creativity or whatever your calling is, um, you know, like he, like he says, oh, I'm not sure where, I wish I knew where, but um, he says, be, what is it? Be, be, f- show me that you can be trusted with the few and I'll bless you with many. Yeah. Be right? faithful with the little. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I think if we are only in it, in, in doing, doing the few, Mm. doing a few little things the things that may seem insignificant you know cleaning the church yeah you know, writing that song when no one's listening yeah um you know working at midnight when all your friends are asleep or partying even you know giving yeah. up those nights those days um and if your heart is only in it so you can get to the big things mm. then you may never get to the big things yeah. all the way you want to you that's know that's right yeah and so i think having your heart in the right place and that's just you know, it doesn't come easy. Like sometimes you you make a song. I want everyone to listen to this. I want yeah. everyone to give me props, <laughs> yeah. and that's that's just natural. But I think real responsibility comes from being like, okay, this is how I was feeling. I was yeah. feeling a bit cocky. I was feeling a bit prideful, but I don't mm. want to. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know. So just help. Like I surrender that to you. Yeah. Because you know we shouldn't be. I don't think we should be beating ourselves up for being human. Yeah. For sure. But accepting that you're human. But then also knowing that you can strive for more, yeah, or you know abide in more. Not, yeah, not, not so much a not so much strive. That's um, so good. So yeah, just knowing that you can ask for more, and yeah, I think it's all about a heart position. Too. Yeah, why are you doing what you're doing? So. Even, uh, even um, <clears throat> it depends also like with your heart. Talk mm. about the heart position. It also can influence just your your definition of success. Mm. Like you were saying, some people are like, oh, I want to go. I want to make all this money. Um, I want to have everyone listen to my music. Mm. And if your heart's in the wrong place and that's your motivation, like you said, you might never get there. Yeah. Um, but if our heart's in the right place, like we can realize success isn't about making a bunch of money. Mm. Sometimes success is even, even just doing it for yourself. Sometimes mm. you need an emotional outlet, mm. um, an emotional expression. Um, sometimes, uh, sometimes someone else, you know, needs to hear that. Yeah. Sometimes you might make like no money off your music, right? Like all the days of your life. But sometimes the success is actually like what you did with that mm. and, uh, and, and how you surrender that to God, mm. you know. Uh, I knew someone, so I knew someone who said to me once, um, he was encouraging me to just release some music, which I haven't done yet. Um, and, I, and I plan on doing at some point. Right. But uh, we're at a birthday party and um, this is for a friend of mine. Uh, she's awesome. Like she's, she's an incredible singer. And um, she had a full jazz band at her 
at her 19th birthday party and just a bunch of friends there mm. and uh, and everyone had an opportunity just to like just to jump up and to sing and rap with the band because pretty much almost everyone there was a musician um uh she's like she's crazy she's touring with Goldlink um, oh, touring Gold with Link. Jessica Malboy um she sung with um I think she was with Brockhampton when they did like a version Ooh, that's that's fly yeah um and so yeah, so she had all these people there, and um, and I jumped up and I like started freestyling because like mm. that's what I love to do. Like I love to rap, I love to freestyle, mm. especially at that point. I was more freestyling than actually writing music, and um, and yeah, I just dropped this freestyle over like this real like just throughout the whole band. It was a real funk jazz beat. It was great, so much fun. Yeah. And this guy said to me afterwards, he was like, "Look, man, you should just." Don't be the guy who says like, oh, you know, like I was a good rapper when I was younger. I could have made music, but I didn't make music. Don't be that guy. Even if you like are never like your version of success, mm. there's actually success in just releasing it and making it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's that's really good. Yeah. Man, this, this guy's awesome. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm going to start jumping into our questions, you know, um, and I want to still talk about like, like obviously we're going to talk a lot about hip hop and, and for you, Jesse, if if the only way that you could ever see society was through just listening to hip hop, like, I don't know, maybe you're trapped in some big igloo with a, with a stereo and nothing else, you know? Mm. And the only way that you can like see society is through hip hop. How would you perceive society based on just what you listen to? What I listen to personally or what is in the culture? Um, what, yeah, like just sort of how you've gathered it, like what's in the culture, what you've listened to, a bit of a mix of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, I've found that a lot of people are actually more supportive than you think. Yeah. Even in the industry. Yeah. You, know, well. you have artists supporting other artists when it comes to their personal goals and not just music. Yeah. Um, I think culture nowadays is all about being an individual. Yeah. Especially, like, you look at fashion. It's so eccentric nowadays. People are wearing... Mm. I, I saw a girl uh, the other day, uh, Ariana, I saw Ariana Grande, a photo of Ariana Grande, mm. and it had this, a briefcase, and it was see-through. It was like a glass see-through briefcase. Really? And you think of something about that. That wasn't around, like, the 70s, the 80s, the <laughs> 90s, you know? And so you just look at culture nowadays, and the way I see culture nowadays is everyone trying to show how they're individual, how they're yeah. creative. You know, um, them, on the inside... They're trying to show that on the outside, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, they're basically giving everyone a closer look at them. And so, yeah, I think, I mean, music has always been expression. Culture's always been expression. Um, but how I see culture now is just so extravagant. Who can, it's almost like a, it's like one-upmanship, you know? Yeah. It feels like a bit of a competition sometimes, um, even even in the best ways. But how can creativity, you know, trump another person's creativity? And so, yeah, I, I see it. But I see it as something that's also such a blessing mm. as well. as Because well. you have music by, you know, say the Migos and, and Chris Brown and all these artists. And it influences so many young people. Yeah. You know, like Justin Bieber wears a do-rag and the next week everyone's wearing a do-rag. <laughs> and it's like, what the heck? You know? Or, or <laughs> What is this? Like, yeah, exactly. Los Angeles in the 90s? Come yeah, on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy just how much culture is and, and the leadership. Yeah. In culture as well. Um, it's not hard to be a leader nowadays. No, it's um, not. If yeah. you can just find what people gravitate towards and, and what they like um, and just represent that in a positive way. Mm. And even in a negative way, though, as yeah. well. If you can just be what people want to be, um, 
then they'll look to you because they'll want to be you. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, the way I see culture nowadays is very, it's led by the highest of highs. Yeah, well. You know, does that, yeah, that yeah. make sense? Um, you know, Kanye releases a new album and just because it's Kanye, everyone goes to it because that name that's attached and everything yeah. like that, Drake's songs become trends and mm. catchphrases and, you know, God's plans, are, you know, it, it, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think seeing the culture through the idea of you've got this one side with trap music that almost makes you want to forget about your emotions. Yeah. You know, it's just turning up to the music, turning yeah. up to the beat. And then you've got this other side, um, you know, you with, with the Kendricks and the J. Coles, the storytellers, yeah. who want to actually remind you of your emotions and remind you that you're human. Yeah. And, you know, what do you do when the party's over and everyone's gone home? Yeah. And so I think you have two different sides. I think you have people who are trying to escape reality um, and then also people who are trying to learn more about reality. Yeah, for and sure. I definitely think there's just like this constant struggle almost. And uh, this might sound like a bit of a stretch, but I think that that actually has some contribution to why people even feel so anxious and depressed Yeah, well, um, sometimes because they don't know what to do. Yeah, they're being they're being shown that success is found in cars and money and women, mm. or you know, if you're a girl, found in guys and and things like that. Um, but and then on the other hand, they're being told that you don't need those things. It's not about being materialistic. Yeah. But I see a lot of like okay, imagine if I bought you a bike, yeah, right, and I told you all the amazing things you could do on a bike. Mm. You know how fast you could get places, how cool you look, yeah. changing the gears, ringing your bell, and then I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna go now. You've never ridden a bike before in your life. You've heard about all these cool, amazing things yeah. you can do on a bike, how cool it's going to be on your bike, all the different places you can go, all the people that are going to see you. Yeah, well, you don't know how to ride it. Yeah. You don't know what to do with it. So until then, it's just an idea. It's just a dream. That's crazy. Do you know what I mean? And so that's what I think is happening in culture is people have all these ideas of what they can do and they're being told what they can do and who yeah. they can be, but no one's telling them how. Yeah, wow. So this is what you can be an entrepreneur. You can do this if you believe. Well, there's some people out there, well, how do I believe? I'm so down on my luck that I don't know how. Because yeah. if I knew how, I'd be there. Like, yeah. I know I can be successful. Everyone knows how they can be successful. Everyone knows how they can make a change and make it. Oh, sorry, everyone knows they can make a change and make yeah. a difference. But how? How am I going to do that? And so I think telling people what they can do is not enough. Yeah, well. You need to be able to educate them on how. Um, I love the saying, um, fish for a man and he'll eat today, but teach a man how to fish and he'll never go hungry for another yeah. day in his life. So if you can make music that teaches people and that educates them wow. about getting to where they want to go, then you, I I feel like, not that you won't have any people, not that you won't have depressed yeah. or anxious people, but I think it will definitely eliminate the confusion that society has, you know, from the Yeah, culture. wow. So, yeah. That's crazy. And you know what? I think that, like, I think that hip-hop actually has the force to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's, there's so many different aspects of it, like whether it's forgetting your feelings or being reminded of your feelings. Um, I honestly think that if there's any, if there's any, even, even bigger than just any genre of music, mm. if there's any medium of, um, of media that could do it, I think it could be hip hop. Mm. We've seen for years just the, the way that hip hop has molded our society. You know, look at fashion. Anyone, anyone who dresses fashionably, yeah. dresses fashionably because of hip hop. Yeah, I mean, mm. like, I mean, look, I'm, I'm wearing Adidas right now. Mm. Um, run DMC, you know, like your, your beanie, your, your Vans, mm. the ripped jeans, like all this yeah. stuff, like yeah. this, this all come from hip hop. Mm. Um, and so pretty much everyone in this room is wearing a fashion sense mm. that is derived from some sort of hip hop or else we'd all be dressing like, 
I don't know, hippies from the 70s. Yeah. But luckily, in came Grandmaster Flash and, <laughs> and Run DMC. And Thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> Tupac and Biggie Smalls, you know, later on. And, and mm. just, uh, yeah, like really impacted the way that we, yeah, the way that fashion is. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just fashion. That's just one aspect of, mm. uh, of life. But I think like we can use it as such a great example because um, look, at, look at fashion. You know, how much money is made off the fashion industry? Um, how does it affect the way that people even treat each other? People treat each other differently mm. based on what shoes each other wear, based on how each other dress. Um, you're you're going to get a different job based on how you dress. Uh, people are going to like you more based on how you dress. Mm. Fashion is a big part of our society. And like most of the popular fashion that we have now has come from hip hop. Mm. And that's just fashion. Imagine what that could do um, with, with, like you were saying, like educating people mm. on how they can make a change, mm. you know? Um, and hip-hop hip hop has made a change. Definitely. Uh, for sure. I, I've, I've heard so many songs that... So many songs that uh, just express... I mean, I think of, like, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. I love The Miseducation of Lauryn mm. Hill. It's a great album. And it's a great album for empowering women. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and I think... Um, I think of... I think of actually, um, <clears throat> or oh, keep your head up by Tupac. It's a great album for empowering women. Um, I think of, I think of Ice Cube's. It was a good day. Like, I guess the album talks a lot about, you know, like oh, like the triumph. Like, it, uh, you know, I went to the court. I shot a triple double. It was a good day. But it also talks about how no one got shot, and that was a good day. Mm. Um, I think about, I think about the college dropout. You know, we talked about that before. Um, probably one of my favorite Kanye West albums, and the themes in that are crazy. Uh, he he released that album in I think what two thousand one or something two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. Um, first three years. Yeah, and and he's got that song "Breathe In, Breathe Out," which is this. Um, it sounds like those like ice rappers mm. who were really popular then. You know, you've got like Little John and Fifty Cent and. Uh, and all these other rappers who were really popular then and all this music about like, you know, going to the club, uh, getting drunk, doing this, um, you know, like popping drugs, driving nice cars, getting ice in my teeth, like all that sort of stuff. Um, and then he came in with a song called Breathe In, Breathe Out, which sounds like one of those songs. But at the same time, if you actually listen to the lyrics, like especially in the verses, um, he's talking about how like, he decided that he wanted to be more than just these ice rappers and make songs that have a greater social change than these ice rappers. Mm. Um, oh, I think I think if there's any medium that could educate people on how to make a change, like it's definitely hip hop. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They have such a strong voice. Oh yeah. And they've worked so hard to have that voice and to be respected by people of all cultures, races, um, you know, ethnicities and everything yeah. like that. And I think now it's up to us to be able to do something with that. Like yeah. what can you do with that? Like yeah. congratulations, you've established yourself as what you said, the number one genre above rock yeah. and roll. So what are you going to do with that now? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I think even as, um, as, as the more genuine people become, mm. like if, if we can admit in the last, um, in the last, let's go from 2000 to now. Mm. So in the last 19 years, just how genuine, um, rap has become mm. is, is a whole new level. Mm. Do you know, I think about a lot of the rap from the early 2000s and we've got like Flowrider. Honestly, oh, those ice rappers I was talking yeah. about before. Even Lil Wayne. Like, I look at Lil Wayne then. I look at Lil Wayne now. Mm. His latest album, The Carter Five, I was a big fan of, actually. I liked The Carter Five yeah. a lot. 
which is uh, unusual because the stuff before that I was mm. not a fan of. Yeah. Then the cut of five came out and I was like, wow, this is actually like this genuine authentic expression of little Wayne mm. where he's not talking about party anymore. He's talking about like this guy, like he's facing depression, you know? Yeah. We're hearing about um, him. Yeah. We're hearing about person. him. Yeah. And it's just this genuine authentic expression. And I think, I think that that's, um, that's really being pushed. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people talk about emo rap now. And I think like, I think, um, I'm sort of on the fence about emo rap. Like on one yeah. hand, like someone starts playing juice world. I'm like, come on guys. I don't want to listen to 2018's fallout boy. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. like we, we got, we got rid of panic at the disco. What are y'all doing here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little easy. <laughs> um, but, but on the other hand, I do like, I do appreciate that we're actually having rap that talks about how, you know, it's actually okay to be open about how we feel. Yeah. Um, one of the best things that we can do when we're depressed is talk about being depressed. Mm. Um, mm. and so I think that as, as you were saying, like, um, as the music becomes more authentic, as it becomes more genuine, as it becomes deeper rooted in their expression of emotions, mm. um, we're going to see, we're going to see just this, this strong hold that they've got and the strong voice that hip hop has. Yeah. We're going to see that become really influential in the lives of, of young people, mm. you know? Um, and I think, um, young people, old people, like people of all different, you know, like all different races and all different beliefs and all different, um, expressions, you know, and of course it's not going to reach everyone. You're still going to have people who don't like rap, Mm. you know, and those people, um, we love them. Yeah. I mean, they're wrong, but, (laughs) (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but, uh, but it it is, it's going to have this impact. That's crazy. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think, um, yeah, it's just it like you said, the culture is so influential. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, you know, from fashion to attitudes and behaviors and if we can just have positive people, yeah, then imagine all the change that could come. So, yeah. Yeah. Man, so if you were to like if you were to who do you think has a really large impact on society through hip hop? Like, are there any people who you can think of off the top of your head who you'd say mm. like I mean even you were mentioning before, like Drake can Mm. release something and it becomes like a meme it becomes a catchphrase and yeah. blah blah yeah. Um, Kanye releases something everyone's gonna flock to it because it's got Yeezy it's got Kanye mm. attached to it mm. but uh, if you were to talk to me about just who you think affects rap culture and popular culture as a whole are there any specifics you can think of? I would say Jake Hole like what we were yeah. talking about before he's he's a real voice of the people yeah for I sure. see him as yeah. um, J. Cole and, and Kendrick Lamar and, and Meek Mill and even newer artists um, mm. like Lil Uzi yeah. um, and how you say he talks about his emotions he's very vulnerable in his songs yeah. and although it may not be everyone's cup of tea um, he may not be as aggressive or um, mm. you know maybe lyrically sound as some of these other artists he's very vulnerable yeah, with, well. his, with his emotions and that's something still that people can relate to yeah. not everyone's gonna put on some Eminem or J. Cole and yeah. you know, blast it and get passionate some people just wanna know there's other people out there that yeah. have lost a partner have lost a friend you know going yeah. through um, dramatic situations and things like that and so I think it doesn't matter if it's trap or hip hop or rap yeah. or, or gangster rap or anything like that um, I think people like J. Cole and yeah. Lil Uzi and Juice World, like you yeah. mentioned before, and um, even Meek Mill, um, they're a real voice of the people, I think, a voice yeah. of the streets, um, because that's where we are, day to day, we're out in the streets, you know, yeah. we're in the suburbs, um, you know, the majority of us, like, majority of us, like I said, aren't living it up, Yeah, and that's so right. that's why I think those, those people especially, and Kendrick Lamar, they have this great balance of drawing yeah. people in, you know, like putting on a show, you know, and getting people in, and, and then, okay, let me tell you, now that I've got you, 
yeah got your attention now let me tell you what i what i want to tell you and it's just i like the substances they bring to the table it's refreshing yeah so i would say they definitely have a really um good impact because whether people admit it or not at the end of the day we're all looking for something and yeah. we're looking to be filled up with something some kind yeah. of knowledge something interesting yeah and so um i think these artists do a really good job of delivering that so even subconsciously people are drawn to it because yeah. they know that it has substance and substance is what we all are looking for in music so. yeah man absolutely i agree a hundred percent um we spoke a little bit about fashion and design and aesthetic and hip-hop already yeah but like if you want to delve deeper in that man like why do you think that hip-hop has such a large grip on just um our like our aesthetic mm. um our design aesthetic our social media and mm. our fashion aesthetic right i would say um hip-hop just like I guess the times has changed and evolved so yeah. much. It's been able to grow with us. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not something that we've had to leave in the 2000s. Yeah. You know, um, it's not something that we grew out of and kind of left in the past, you know, left 10, 20 yeah. years ago. It's something that's constantly evolving, constantly changing. And so it's seen as almost a term of endearment. Wow, to yeah. be you know um like when when someone plays you a new song you're like oh bro that's badass yeah bad means good <laughs> you know yeah oh you know that that's fat means that's cool you know like yeah. all these different words and they come from hip hop and and the slang and and that yeah. culture and um the way it's it's affected fashion and and everything like that has been able to affect all these things yeah. because its radical side has been I guess it's been so accessible to us, you know, like yeah. hip-hop music, you know, even with streaming services and everything yeah. like that, um, being able to listen to hip-hop, you know, what once would be seen as radical is now the norm. Yeah, you know, The right. way we speak, you know, you, you listen to a song too much and you're, you know, around saying different words and things yeah. like that that are in the song and it's, it's mm-hmm. like you've been around this person. That's right, you know, You've yeah. never met J. Cole in your life, but you're talking <laughs> about him after hearing an album. Yeah. You're talking like him after hearing an album. Yeah. And, you know, you're dressing like he does or you know like Nicki Minaj or Cardi B or you know Tiana Taylor yeah um you know and, and speaking like um and having the mindset of people like Lauren Hill yeah um they were like if Martin Luther King did music sometimes you know I think yeah, like that they have yeah, this for sure. cultural um and leadership role and all of that just spills into into fashion so yeah. easily because it's been able to keep up with how we change yeah for sure and it's, it's actually almost ahead of us now we yeah. look to hip-hop and we look to rap and um you know uh even pop and you know the urban culture yeah and everything for our next bit of inspiration yeah. you know what's the next season going to bring with its clothes yeah um because if you can create a mood then all fashion has to do is match that mood that's right yeah you know? and so and rap creates a mood exactly yeah exactly. like even I mean, aesthetic is obviously a visual thing mm. but rap has rap in itself has a musical aesthetic mm. uh, I know it sounds a bit like an oxymoron right but it actually it creates a mood it creates a sound it creates a background it creates an atmosphere mm. that we can relate to aesthetics mm. and all the time when I'm designing stuff like pretty much every time I'm designing something and I want a really good color palette mm. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to a hip hop album. Yeah, you know I mean, like, even if you look at um at um the some of the design for, um for for this podcast, you go onto the Instagram page, like you'll notice that um that, uh the first graphics I made mm. I based off a color palette from the life of Pablo. Oh, that's yeah, cool. yeah. So, um, I think that just the use of color is awesome. I think a lot of that actually comes from, a lot of rap started from like you've got. Uh, Jamaican roots like mm. Haitian roots yep. um, Latino roots mm. um, African American roots and and so we're looking at like all of these different cultures where colour has been like 
a really big part of things as mm. well. Because if we look at a lot of European culture, there's not really a lot of color. Yeah. I, I mean, look at this house that we're sitting in right now. This is mm. like a European design house. This house is completely white and mm. gray and um, whatever other dull, colors are in this house. It's dull, yeah. Mm. Uh, if we go to other areas of the world, though, we're going to see like, one, like, you go to European countries, it's going to be pretty dull. Mm. But you go to, um, or anyway, our Western European countries. Yeah. But if you go to, I don't know, you go to Africa, like, so much more colors expressed. Even, mm. even the food, the culture, the way people dress. Yeah. The way people build their houses, you know? Exactly. I mean, I love, I mean, I can't stand white people food. Because white people food is exactly <laughs> the same as um, as their design. You know right. what I mean? It's bland. Because it's bland. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Like, I want be. some I want some chili. I want some paprika. Yeah. You know, like. Some spice in there. Yeah, bring, put me some, yeah, put me some sauce. Put me some spice in there. Don't just... Don't just hit me with some with some <laughs> dry unseasoned chicken. I hate yeah. unseasoned chicken, right? Why I didn't know. Why would you even unseasoned yeah. chicken? <laughs> Why would you even unseasoned chicken? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, Someone someone said to me once, someone said to me, Oh, but bro, like I prefer my chicken unseasoned. Mm. I was like, What the heck we is wrong with friends? You? Yeah, we can't. We? I, I did, yeah, who are you? Yeah. Um I did um I did, I did like an uh I did a an Instagram story mm. and I put up like questions and answers and one of the people replied with um I uh, something about like um, I made some comment about how much I hate unseasoned chicken, and some someone replied replied, and they're like, "Well, obviously you're not a gym junkie because you live off unseasoned chicken when you're a gym junkie." And I'm like, you know what? Adding some paprika, Sorry, adding man. some salt, adding some yeah. pepper, adding some cumin, adding yeah. some chili to your chicken, right? And um and cooking it properly. Mm. It's not gonna make it any worse for you. Yeah, yeah. The issue is not that you're a gym junkie it's and you need to basic. eat unsickened, yeah, <laughs> unseasoned chicken. The, the issue is that you're basic. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and you just don't want to put seasoning on your chicken. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's got nothing to. And see, to me, like we were saying before, yeah. that's a reflection of um, not actually embracing your roots. You know, with the culture of even African Americans, they've yeah. done so well to. Um, not neglect their roots and try to make something new, but yeah. build from what their ancestors have built. And so, and they're in front of a camera all the time, these oh, yeah. celebrities. So they're not just going to be walking around in white. They go, okay, how can I show what my great grandmother fought for? Yeah. Or my great grandfather fought yeah, for? Absolutely. You know, I'm not going to walk around and try to make my own history. Yeah. Does that make sense? I'm yeah. not going to no, try and recreate um, what people have worked so hard to achieve. And so I think yeah. that's why you go to places like Africa and these places that are proud of their roots yeah. instead of trying to develop and change and for money. And I think if you can not, if you don't neglect your roots and you more so embrace yeah. them and you go to these, you notice a lot of the places you're talking about are places who might be, uh, who are usually third world countries. Mm. You know, you go to places in Asia, you go to places in uh, South America, uh, you know, uh, North America, uh, Italy, Rome, all these places mm. that have actually embraced there are ancestral roots yeah. and um, it, it shows. You know? yeah. And I think a lot of African-Americans have done that because they're very proud of where they're from. Yeah. And so you have this very bright and you know aesthetically pleasing yeah. colours. And um, I think because, like you said, we're used to this westernised... Um, modern minimalistic you know, yeah minimalistic yeah. society. You know, even with phones, like they're losing their buttons now. Yeah. You know, even the simplest things like that. But, you know, I guarantee if you walk into a house with, well, you know, most people, the people who like seasoning on their chicken, the normal people. Um, <laughs> you know, if you walk into a house and it's all white and it's gray and it's bland, I don't think that that's, that house is going to get a, as much attention as if you walk into a house and it's colorful yeah. and it's bright. Yeah, and those colored beads hang down the doors. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that, that's hippie. That's something <laughs> yeah. that we left in the past for a reason. But, um, but yeah, you know, something that even just complements the person who lives there. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so I think that's what clothing does. It complements the person who's in those clothes. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, no one's bland. 
yeah. because everyone's creative. Yeah, right? right. No one's no one's no one's palette when it comes to their creativity is is white. Yeah, or unseasoned. Right. Yeah. And everyone's got a bit. Everyone's of seasoning. got seasoning. Exactly. Some people just try to like right. they get so caught up in the in the minimalistic and that yeah. like the neo European like design that they just want to become this just this bland like exactly. white unseasoned palette. Exactly. But everyone has this creativity at, at mm. the depth of them. Yeah. Yep. Definitely making fashion your own is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's unique. Yo, I think um, <clears throat> I I actually wanted to ask like, do you think hip hop can be about Jesus? Because like this is when we this is when we're getting into like, mm. I mean, this is one of the things that we really it's probably gonna take hours to talk about. Mm. <laughs> like you know, do you think hip hop can be about Jesus? Definitely, I think hip hop is about freedom. Yeah, I think Jesus is about freedom. Yeah, for sure. So I think the two go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, Jesus created creativity. Uh, he created poetry. Yeah. Um, I think he set in motion, like, you know, psalmists we were talking about before, David, yeah. um, talking about poetry, the highs and lows, the defeats, the triumphs, yeah. um, you know, the death, the life, you know, all, all these things on opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, talking about them in a way that, for lack of better words, is just poetic. Yeah. You know, I think Jesus goes hands in, hand in hand with hip hop and what it was meant to be anyway. I yeah. think we've misconstrued it just like we've misconstrued a lot of other things over the years. Yeah. Um, you know, love and things like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think Jesus and hip-hop can go hand in hand. Oh. Um, because yeah. at the end of the day, like you said, uh, hip-hop is about being able to relate to people yeah. and um, making people united. Yeah. And it's about freedom and expression and um, building people up. And also using the gifts that God's given you. He's given you a mouth to use it. You yeah. know, make something beautiful. Yeah. You know, sure. he's yeah. given you a mind with creative ideas. Don't just hold on to that. Like imagine, imagine this, if you acted on every single creative idea you had during the day, and you know, not anything crazy, but even if you just wrote it down, wrote it, wrote down every really cool business venture or idea you got for yeah. a song or a really cool tune or a hymn or, you know, an idea for a video or a podcast. Mm. You know, imagine if you wrote that down every day. And every now and then we, we get, you know, we'll think of something and then we'll write it down. It might be once a month. And, yeah. you know, you guys thought of this idea. Mm. And so now you have it here. But imagine if you do that for every single idea. And that's what I think hip-hop has the potential to do. Yeah, wow. With Jesus, though. Yeah, for sure. I think it has the potential of taking hold of every idea yeah. that you have. You know, he says to take our thoughts captive and surrender them to him. Mm. Every thought captive. Yeah. You know, we can only think about one thought at a time. So if you're worried and the enemy's clouding your head with confusion and doubt and trying to make you feel like there's a million things or a hundred things, yeah. you know, that are going wrong. A lot of the time with my friends, I say, um, you know, they feel like there's a hundred things going wrong. And I say, yeah. name 10. And most of the time they can't name 10. Because <laughs> there's not, it's a lie. There's not a hundred things going on in your head. And so I think with hip hop, no matter how many things are going on in your head, whether it's 10 or you feel yeah. like it's a hundred or you feel like it's a million, you can express that, um, but I think expression through surrender is yeah. something that goes hand in hand with Jesus. And I think that's where healing starts because heal people, heal people and hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. I think um, if you are trying to heal people or if you're in the process of healing, because not everyone's there yet. Most yeah. people aren't there yet. Yeah. Um, but I think if you're making music in the genre of hip hop and you're about healing and you're trying mm. to heal and teaching people about experiences relating to their hurt, but also encouraging their healing. Yeah. Um, and I think true healing and true relation can only be built through Jesus. Yeah. That's my opinion. Um, then that's true hip hop. Yeah, for sure. In, in my opinion. So yeah, I definitely think they go hand in hand. I think they were, me they were meant to. Yeah. And so it's all about what we do with that. And if we actually just go, well, actually you started this, you gave me this gift. Yeah. So I'm going to honor you by using it. Yeah. yeah.
Hey man, thanks for um, thanks for being here today. Like I've loved just chatting with you about this stuff. Uh, it's been so good. I can't wait to see uh, what happens in the next episode and what we talk about next. Uh, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. I really appreciate talking with you guys and having some some like-minded people to discuss this with. So yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, so good.